0: keep searching for more ideas and inspiration. Always be open to trying something new or having fun with different self-care ideas. So don't just limit yourself. If you found something that works for you, that's great, but don't just limit yourself to that for all of eternity. Hey ladies, welcome back for another episode of The Ashley Jane Show. I am your host and guide, Ashley Jane, sharing all things advice and actionable tips on how you can glow up and show up as the very best version of yourself. Now, today's episode will be a little brief, I would imagine. Um, I really just want to put this out there because self-care is so important. And if you are someone who is not already incorporating self-care into your daily or weekly routine, This episode is for you because self-care is another one of those life-changing habits to create and to live your life by. Now, you've all heard the saying, I'm sure you can't pour from an empty cup, and that is essentially where self-care comes into play. You need to take care of yourself. There is a reason why when you're in the airplane and the flight attendant tells you to always grab your mask before helping others. Because you have to help yourself before you can help others. It's as simple as that in every aspect of life. Doesn't matter if it's because you're, you know, hopefully you're not in an airplane crash (laughs) or anything like that. But this holds true in work, in family, in relationships, in everything. So self-care, 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 ladies. I cannot stress it enough. The importance of it. it is so critical to just your overall health and happiness in life. All right, so if you are not doing it weekly or daily, I would highly recommend figuring out where you can squeeze it in. And I'm actually gonna share some self-care tips before I share some self-care ideas. But to avoid feeling burnout and fatigue and negative and just all of the things, lacking clarity and direction in life, all of the things, overall unhappiness... And in order to show up as our best self, we need to incorporate self-care. And whatever self-care practices you choose from my list, I just recommend that you find ones that are sustainable to you and to your lifestyle. If it's something that is way out of reach for you and that you don't feel like you can do consistently, then move on to the other idea or try implementing a different self-care action or maybe even a different variation of that self-care action itself. So whatever it is, make sure that it's sustainable and that you can be consistent with it. And you can even switch things up from time to time if there's something that you enjoy doing. And of course that you can be consistent with. All right. Another tip when it comes to self-care and incorporating self-care is that you wanna make sure that you are making routine of it. So that's where the consistency comes in, whether it's in the morning or whether it's at night, those two usually are the ones that work best, whether in order to stay on top of things. And by the way, just having a solid morning routine and a solid night routine in general is so satisfying. So if you don't have those already, then I would definitely highly recommend hopping on board to create a very productive and nurturing morning and night routine. Okay. So this also gives you the timing so you can like block out time to not let other things get in the way of you practicing self-care. If you try to just you know, wing it or play it by ear or insert it in the day whenever you have a free chance, chances are that free time is not going to pop up and you won't actually be able to practice your self-care actions. So by inserting it into some sort of routine, whether that's morning or night, you're not only creating habit, you're not only being consistent, but you are also ensuring that nothing else will get in the way of it. And the last tip that I will share when it comes to self-care is just keep searching for more ideas and inspiration. Always be open to trying something new or having fun with different self-care ideas. So don't just limit yourself. If you found something that works for you, that's great, but don't just limit yourself to that for all of eternity feel free to switch it up and just do insert or take away whatever you feel you need to do, whatever suits your soul best. Okay, so I'm going to share some free self-care ideas and I'm also going to share some paid self-care ideas. Now, starting with the free, this is my favorite and that's why I named it first. (laughs) It's taking a bath especially in the wintertime, there's just something about baths and warming my body up that is so magical. But those few minutes or however long your baths are to yourself are so peaceful. They're so enjoyable. And who can be upset or anxious or stressed or angry when you're soaking in a tub of warm water. And maybe you even spice it up a little bit. Maybe you even throw in some bath salts or some essential oils or some bubble bath, whatever it looks like for you. Some rose petals, you can get real fancy if you want to. But baths are such an easy and attainable self-care idea. So I love that one. Going for a walk. Anytime you have the opportunity to get outside, get in nature, that is always going to be relieving. And is always going to help provide clarity to you, whether you are overwhelmed with work or maybe there's something going on in your personal life, walk it out. Walking and even running, if you're a runner, is an excellent option for a self-care idea gratitude journals. I just did a podcast on gratitude. You can go back and listen to it if you would like. It is parked on whatever podcast app you are listening to this on. But get yourself a gratitude journal or start the practice of writing down things that you are grateful for. So it doesn't necessarily have to be in a journal. And I actually throw out some other ideas in that podcast. But saying or writing what you're thankful for and what you have gratitude towards is always going to be a good self-care practice to put yourself in a positive mindset. And speaking of positive mindsets, this is another one of my personal favorites, and that is creating a favorite song playlist. I literally have a playlist. Actually, I have two different playlists of songs that just make me so happy. The first playlist is one that just kind of makes me want to dance and like move to. And the other playlist is songs that just make me happy, but are more of like a chill kind of positive, happy vibes playlist. So get yourself, and this is free, like any sort of um, YouTube channel or any sort of music app that you have, you can just create playlists on. And whether it is dancing or whether it is just like sitting in your car, this, honestly, I should have added this because sitting in my car and listening to happy music is one of my favorites for self-care. Like who would have ever thought that there would be so much peace and calming in just sitting in your car in the driveway? I never would have dreamt it, but I found that after I had kids and, you know, dogs, it's like anytime I'm in the house, someone usually needs something. And when I'm in my car and nobody necessarily knows that I'm here yet, I can just like sit there and have a moment to myself. So maybe you can relate to that as well. And speaking of listening to things, you can also watch or listen to some sort of inspiring content, whether that's podcasts like these, or maybe it's YouTube videos that you find inspiring where people are giving motivational speeches, or um, maybe it's like a TEDx. It does not matter. Just find that inspiring content. And consume it however you see fit, whether it's watch, listen, whatever it may be. This is always going to be a good, sure way to make sure that you have a positive mindset, to make sure that you are being inspired. There's so much to be said for staying inspired because when we feel uninspired, we feel unhappy and unmotivated. So, do whatever you can to incorporate inspirational content into your day to day life. It will change your mindset completely, I promise. You can also try reading if you are a reader. I like to be read too. So I like Audible and I like podcasts and that's how I consume my inspirational content. But if you like to read, take some time, maybe it's at night before you go to sleep, and read a few pages of your favorite book. Hopefully it's an inspiring one or a happy one and not some sort of dramatic or traumatizing type book, maybe about serial killers or murders or whatever, but (laughs) take some time for yourself to read. And organizing or decluttering. Not too many people realize the association between stress and anxiety and the clutter that they have in their world. So if you can eliminate clutter, think of it as decluttering equals clarity. It really just opens up that mental space for you to kind of operate at a different level than you do when you live in a house or an office or have a desk full of clutter. And I know that you can relate to this because I know that if you have a million things on your desk at work, it's hard for you to operate. Imagine having like a million piles of paper and just like things all over the place. It's so hard for you to concentrate. And same with your home. So any of your personal space, just make sure it's organized and decluttered. And it's really, honestly, it's satisfying to organize and declutter. At least for me, it is. So it is one of my go-to methods. Anytime I'm feeling stressed or anxious and I need that moment of self-care and I need that moment of mental clarity, I tend to just look around, look at my space that I'm operating out of and figure out what needs to be decluttered. Exercise is so underrated. Exercise releases endorphins, which make you happy. So why would you not incorporate exercise to your self-care routine? And this is actually killing two birds with one stone because you're taking care of your mind and you're taking care of your body. So exercise any opportunity that you get. I already mentioned the walking and the running aspect, but maybe it's, uh, you know, you have your favorite gym that you like to go to. Maybe it's a yoga studio. Maybe you just want to stretch that day. Maybe you have, like, I love the Pilates class. She has an entire online platform where she teaches different variations of Pilates classes. So I actually go into the Pilates studio and I do the Pilates class at home as well. So Maybe you find a free service like that, or there's tons of YouTube videos out there that are free for you to watch and to do. So there's no reason not to exercise. And if you're like me and really lack motivation to work out from home, then I would definitely figure out how you can either do some sort of hybrid where you do home workouts and go somewhere Or maybe you are just hiring a trainer and going to the gym or whatever that looks like. Just make sure that you're actually having an effective workout instead of trying to work out from home and then letting your phone distract you like me most of the time. Although I will say that I'm getting better and I try to keep my phone out of the room that I'm working out in so that I don't have that distraction. All right. Anyways, moving on. Stargazing. That's one of my favorites as well. And I feel like I just don't do it enough. But going out and looking at the big, beautiful sky, maybe it's even watching the sunset or the sunrise, like whatever time you're incorporating this, it is so peaceful and there is so much calmness and clarity that will come with it. Your mind can start to wonder. It's almost like a form of meditation because you are able to clear out so much of all of the stuff that you have going through your mind when you are out and looking up at that big, beautiful sky or those gorgeous, sparkling stars. Now, another form of self-care, and this is not me because I am not creative at all, but some sort of artistic type of activity, Whether that's painting or coloring or drawing, I guess you could even really throw journaling in here as well, which I actually do like to do. Anytime that I feel angry, I write it out and it helps so much. It's so relieving and you find so much clarity and the questions that you have in your head are now coming out in the forms of answers on paper. It's very empowering. But any sort of like artistic, just kind of like take your mind off of things, relax, self-care type situation, you can try incorporating that as well. Social media detox is completely free, and I would encourage everybody to do it. It can look so different for each and every single individual. Maybe it's taking time off of social media for A day, a week, whatever, a month. Maybe it's going through and unfollowing people who don't inspire you or make you feel some sort of negative way. Maybe it is going through and following new people or new pages that fill your feed with inspiration and positivity. So there are a few different variations for that one, but I would definitely recommend doing one or maybe even all of the above to help with your mindset, and to help give you clarity and eliminate that negativity from your social feeds. All right, so I already sort of mentioned meditate, but this is a good one. I, for one, am not a good meditator. <laughs> I don't know what it is about my mind. And I guess, you know, like maybe I, I just gave up before I should have when it comes to meditation, but I've tried meditating. I've tried guided meditations. It doesn't work for me. And that's not to say that it won't work for you. It's just not how I operate. I guess my brain just does other things. I don't know. Maybe I'll get back into at least attempting to meditate again. But I went through probably a two-year phase where I tried meditating and it just wasn't for me. It was not for me in the least. (laughs) But if it works for you, then definitely incorporate that into your self-care routines And sleeping. This does work for me there. I don't take naps too often anymore unless I'm feeling like icky or sick or something like that. But sleeping in or going to bed early is probably one of my favorites. And anytime that I'm having like a rough day, you better believe I'm going to call for like an 830 p.m. bedtime. (laughs) Because I just want to get that out of the way. I want to get into bed. Bed also brings me a lot of peace. It's one of my favorite places to be. So that could have something to do with it. But it's almost for me, it's like washing away the, the negative or the, the bad things that have happened. I don't even want to say bad things, but the negativity that I have going on in my mind due to outside circumstances. So that's also an option as well. And those are, of course, different variations of how sleep can also be self-care. And I mentioned journaling, but you can also try writing out positive affirmations and post them all over your house. So I have really gotten into like aesthetic stationery. Like my brand colors are all like gorgeous neutral colors. I love, you know, splashes of like beiges and tans and browns and blacks and whites and creams and things like that. And so that's pretty much all that I have in my stationery. And I found these gorgeous, transparent post-it notes because I hated the neon color of post-it notes. And I know that that sounds so silly. But when I found those, I was so happy. I took my silver and my gold Sharpie and I was writing positive affirmations all over them and posting them up. You can post them on your mirrors. You can post them, you know, maybe in your car, on your steering wheel, somewhere where you're going to take a look and see it every single day. And just affirm how amazing you are, how the world is working in your favor, how you have so much to be thankful for, and just all of the good things. So I really love that one as well. Now, when it comes to paid self-care ideas, these obviously come with a price tag, but are still effective. And so maybe you can't incorporate these every week or every day, but maybe you make it your goal to incorporate one sort of paid self-care concept or action or activity throughout the month. And maybe that is like a spa day. Maybe you get your hair or your nails or maybe even like just sit in a sauna somewhere. If your gym has a sauna, that is not only great. That's another one that's like killing two birds with one stone. It's not only great for your mind, but it's also a physical detox as well. I can't remember if I just said facial or not. Facials are another good one or massage. I actually used to be a massage therapist and I... What specialized in deep tissue. So I saw a lot of people with chronic injuries and things like that. But there's something to be said for a relaxing massage as well. Or maybe you need that deep tissue and you're going for like the hurt so good type of massage. Either way, massages are so powerful on so many levels like emotionally, mentally, physically. I love massages. I don't get them enough. It's funny because like, I know that I should be getting a massage at least once or twice a month, but because I was a massage therapist, but I don't. (laughs) But when I do treat myself, they're so wonderful. So if you love getting massages, then definitely add that to your self-care activity or your self-care actions that you can do, you know, once a quarter, once a month, whatever that looks like for you. You can also take yourself out to dinner or for a movie. I've never sat in a movie theater alone. That's just never been something that felt like would be therapeutic to me. But one of my good friends, and she may even still do this, she always took herself to the movie. It's like when she was upset, she would go to a movie. And I loved that idea. I was like, wow, it's like, you can just be alone with yourself, with your thoughts, but also have like, you know, slight entertainment on the screen. So it's a really good idea especially if you're a big movie lover. Um taking yourself out to dinner is good. I have done that. I've actually taken myself out on a date. <laughs> there was one time when I was so irritated with my husband and it ha- I don't even remember what it was about. Something to do with like going on a date. I don't know if we had one planned and then it didn't work out, but anyways, I was so upset with him so I ended up getting myself all dressed up and I took myself out on a date and it was wonderful. So, two other paid ideas right there. And you can also do something like a weekend getaway, a vacation, maybe even go to some sort of retreat, whether it's a day retreat or a week retreat, whatever that looks like in your world. These are definitely good ones to add, I would say at least once a year, just to give yourself some time to just not have to be in the day-to-day and not have to worry about all of the things that we have to worry about in life, right? So you don't have to worry about, you know, going to the grocery store when you're at this retreat or when you're on your weekend getaway. You don't have to worry about taking out the trash or, you know, just the day-to-day things that can really just kind of bring us down and not let us be our true or best selves. You can also do something along the lines of taking a class to learn something new. Maybe you want to learn, for me, for example, I don't have any desire to learn how to do anything artistic, but if I did, I could take a painting class or maybe a sculpture class or something along those lines. Maybe you wanna learn how to speak a new language or play an instrument. Um, This is just not only going to improve your skill set. But it also is an investment back in yourself and it also gives you an opportunity to just kind of clear your mind of everything that you have going on around you and focus on that subject that you're working on learning. Redecorating your favorite space. This is probably one of my faves for paid self-care ideas because I love a good trip to home goods. I am always changing things and swapping things out and moving things around in my house because I want my home to feel welcoming to me. I want it to feel supportive and inspiring to me. Um, It's very important that I have that. So I love redecorating Not even just my favorite space, all of my house. (laughs) So you can do that. Maybe if you have like an office and you really just want to kind of make it your own and make it like a good, positive and inspiring space, you can consider redecorating or maybe even just decorating if you haven't already. And another one of my favorites is investing in some good, healthy food or some sort of diet or pantry makeover. This is another 2 for 1 option because not only are you improving your health and your diet and changing your lifestyle for the better, but it also makes you your mind. You feel so much better. I don't think people realize the association between eating like shit and feeling like shit, both mentally and physically. It Literally clouds your mind when all you do is consume things that are not good for your body. In order for your brain to operate at its highest level, you need to provide it with the fuel that it needs. And I hate to break it to you, ladies, but this fuel is not found in cookies, it's not found in chips, it's not found in any of the yummy things. It's found in actual food, food from the earth. So This is a really good one, especially if you're kind of looking for like an overall lifestyle makeover. And the last one, I guess I already sort of hinted to this when I mentioned home goods, but retail therapy. Now, I may get some slack for this because I think that there's like a negative connotation around shopping or retail or buying things, especially right now. Everybody seems to be hating on, uh, I don't know, like fast fashion and all of this stuff. So Yeah, maybe you feel some sort of way about that, but for someone like me, going and finding a new outfit that makes me look and feel absolutely amazing and makes me feel like I am showing up as the best version of myself when I have that outfit on and it hugs me in all the right places and looks perfectly and fits perfectly, I feel So good. It's almost like a confident boost. And I think that we really shouldn't eliminate retail therapy. And I think most women out there would agree because most women know what retail therapy is. And most women actually partake in retail therapy, whether they realize it or not. Going shopping and buying things that make us feel good is a way to elevate our mood, to clear our mind. And it really does all of the things that self-care is supposed to do. So I'm adding retail therapy to my paid self-care ideas list and you can take it or leave it, completely up to you. But this episode was not as brief as what I was intending it to be. I'm looking at the timer right now and we're going on almost 30 minutes. So I'm gonna wrap it up here and just reiterate again, the importance of self-care and making sure that you create a habit and routine around it, and that you choose self-care activities and actions that are sustainable to you and to your lifestyle that you can be consistent with. Thank you so much for tuning in today, ladies. I really appreciate you being here. I am so proud of you for working on becoming the best version of yourself, and I will catch you on the next episode.